Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Hello and welcome to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. And because we are in... We are on the air in Hawaii. I do have to begin the show by uh, sending love and prayers to all of our friends in Hawaii. You can hear us in Hawaii, on Maui, and um, just absolutely devastated and and heartbroken for uh, what's happening out there. And so um, just want to begin the the show that way by saying to the good folks of Maui and all of Hawaii, really, just where you're in our thoughts and our prayers. Um, guys, I, I, I do want to, yeah. I do want to touch on that really quick because um, obviously everything is happening in real time as we record this here. Um, we record this here on a Thursday. But uh, for people trying to help out, um, hawaiicommunityfoundation.org um, forward slash Maui Strong. Again, that's hawaiicommunityfoundation.org forward slash Maui Strong if you can help out um, with anything that you can because there's lots of people that need help with what's going on over there. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, um, you know, like as we head into the weekend, definitely think of our folks, uh, our friends in Maui and in Hawaii. Want to begin here, guys, because we've uh, talked about it for quite some time, but I I think uh, we're going to get a a resolution to some of this. to some of this, by the way, someone, <laughs> I'm in the studio <laughs> here and someone is uh, washing uh, the window right behind me again. Thankfully, you know, this is, um, you know, they get on, scoops. we're on the radio, but we're not. Uh, yeah. So this is also a, a television show as well now, but uh, you never know what you're going to get. Um, listen, the uh, college, college realignment that has been the talk of the town, uh, where, where Cal and Stanford go. Um, we've been talking about that, and it doesn't look like there will be a resolution in the ACC. Um, I don't think they'd want to go to the Mountain West. Uh, again, we're, we're going to see how this all plays out over the next um, you know week or so. I, 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 I'm, I'm confident that obviously these, these schools want to figure out where they're going to go before uh, the season begins, which may be hard, but I, I kind of wanted to start there. Because I think the way that this should all play out at some point, and it won't happen in the short term, this is all about football. This is all about football and the TV dollars attached to football. I really don't understand why the Olympic sports have to be involved in this. Again, when you're talking about a 12 to 16 game college football regular season, and you're talking about six to eight road trips where they're taking private chartered planes and staying in five-star hotels. I'm not worried about football. So, I mean, if, if football wants to be separate from these conferences and have a 65-team or whatever Super League, that's fine. That is sort of like the new world of uh, college football. Why we have to loop in and how they haven't figured this out, why we have to loop in lacrosse, and men's and women's volleyball. Like why, for example, USC women's volleyball has to figure out a way 
to get to Penn State, to Nebraska, to Rutgers, and all these games when you know they're going to be flying commercial, when you know they're staying at a um, Holiday Inn Express. Uh, that That's my problem with this. And I, I do think long-term that does happen. I, I do think um, colleges come to their senses and realize just because Fox and some of these other networks want USC football, we don't also have to loop in USC's women's volleyball and lacrosse team and force them to do crazy things that again these conferences were put into place to keep them all generally regionally intact so if you're a usc um again lacrosse team you're you're traveling to ucla you're going to cal and stanford you're going to washington you're these are all short flights what they're making the olympic sports teams do now is ridiculous um, I, I kind of wanted to start there because, you know, as I was watching this all play out, this is all about football and this is all about TV dollars attached to football. And by the way, that two of the greatest um, academic schools, just on pure in terms of, uh, you know, what they've done in terms of uh, Nobel Peace Prize winners, presidents, whatnot. The fact that Cal and Stanford are on the outside looking in is an indictment on where we're at right now in this whole college sports realm where, you know, Cal and Stanford, especially like, let's just focus on, on Stanford. They're having to beg, like, can we please be a part of a conference? I mean, this is an absolute joke. Want to start there with you guys. Well, look with Stanford, I do kind of find that ironic because if we go back years when Arizona and Arizona state were brought into the PAC 12, there was one school that was very hoity-toity and said, absolutely not. We can't have Arizona and Arizona State. And in that same meeting, USC said, we will leave the pack immediately if you do not allow this. And then they said, fine, like the little brother, fine, whatever. So I, whatever schools are like high and mighty when it comes to athletics and, and they stand on their education, I just I, I find it a little bit funny and a little bit hypocritical. And it's kind of ironic now that they're the last one. They're the Will Smith meme looking in the <laughs> living room and it's completely empty. Um, and to your point, I just, I don't, a week ago or two weeks ago on this show, I talked about how having money doesn't necessarily mean that you're the smartest in the room. And when it comes to the NCAA, all they focused on was the money and no one just took a second to say, you know what, even if we allow all this chaos and to let everything in college football just flip over, why don't we make sure that this is separate from everything else logistically? And they didn't. And now even you're talking about the ACC moves and it looks like it, it's not going to happen. Even if it does happen, if you look at the math, like that little bit of money extra that they would have they would have gotten for making that move really just covers the extra expenses that you now have with travel because you got yourself yeah. in this situation with everything else. So it's in theory, it should have been separate college football and everything else. I mean, we're even talking about not even just the other sports. I mean, this could affect the NCAA tournament. Like that's yeah. crazy. That's the other money getter. So it's just, it's really fascinating. And then that's my two cents. Hey, Adrian, those are great points, by the way. And uh, I just wanted to add on, like, yeah, I mean, Stanford has been super adamant about not allowing NIL deals. They're losing recruits because of it. 
And that's kind of been the end of such a great university, especially a football program that went downhill as soon as Jim Harbaugh left. I mean, David Shaw was never really a great coach. Um, in fact, I remember this this memory I had of watching Andrew Luck in the Fiesta Bowl against Blackman and Whedon in Oklahoma State in Arizona years ago. And he was cutting clock, David Shaw, running up the middle, trying to get his field goal kicker. It wasn't that good, a 40-yard field goal, to tie it instead of when you have the best quarterback in the country in Andrew Luck trying to get guys open to win the game. And the field goal kicker ended up missing it. They lost by three to a team they very well should have, could have beat. From then on, David Shaw continued to, you know, take this program down and down and down and down and down. And now they, you know, they have a new coach, whatever. And it's like, they're just not the same. It's so, it's so sad for me specifically, like growing up a Stanford football fan, my dad went there like Christian McCaffrey, Andrew Luck, like John Elway, like look at how many greats came from that school. And now basically it's a Mountain West program. Let's be real. Boise state would kick their butt in a head to head matchup right now. Same thing with Cal. Cal is not good right now at football. The pro the thing is what people have to think about it. Football drives the money. Who is the best program of those four left? It's Oregon state, right? Like by far. Uh, and what are they going to do? Because of this Cal-Stanford thing, yeah, the ACC didn't work out. What is Oregon State going to do, right? Because they have yeah. an up-and-coming football program, and their basketball program went to the Elite Eight just a few years ago. Yeah, By the way, I, really, really quick, and I'll, I'll just jump in. The president of Washington State addressed these same concerns, Brandon, where they said, listen, like, we can't make certain moves because financially it makes no sense for us. So we're not going to go to the Atlantic Coast Conference you know, financially, if the Big East wanted them, uh, sorry, the Big Ten wanted them, which they don't, like, maybe that that might make sense. But there is a financial obligation if you're going from Pullman, Washington, to the Carolinas, for example. I mean, like, it just doesn't make sense. And what people are forgetting is that this is more than just football. This is more than just football. Would oh, they, yeah. Armand, would they, go ahead. Would they potentially go the independent route then for a school like Stanford, or, or what is the next? So that was talked move? about. I mean, that was sort of you know again, people are throwing out things at this point. But you know, if you did Notre Dame and Army and Navy and Cal and BYU, or you know, just try to put a bunch of like independent schools together, could that work? Potentially, potentially. But um, the bigger story here and the thing that will have to get sorted out but these colleges are so quick to, this is a quick cash grab they, they, they didn't really have time to think so I mean the idea that you're going to extrapolate or remove football from your program uh, that's going to take too long so like let's just grab the cash and figure it out 100% they have to remove football from the other sports or maybe football and hoops but you cannot include, you know, you go down the list of Olympic sports, whether that's gymnastics or water polo or volleyball or, or whatever. When you start doing this geographically, and again, the TV dollars won't cover it, uh, you know. And, and um, by the way, I, I'm, I'm, they, they have to find a way to make it work. And it's not going to happen anytime soon because some of these TV deals are long-term deals. Um but I, I don't know how much it's going to cost some of these programs uh, to, again, send volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, and all that across the country for a two-game set that won't be broadcasted on TV. And by the way, I wanted to add one thing before I know Adrian has a quick point. But um, look, it's, it's, this is a disgrace, Pac-12-wise, because of how dominant the other sports have been, like swimming, volleyball, like you just mentioned, Arash, like – 
the Pac-12 is king when it comes to that. Like they, they've been, I mean, especially Stanford, probably don't they have the most championships of any school in history. If you go top to bottom of the division one sports, I, I believe they do. It's UCLA, uh, and, Stanford. And oh, it is it? USC. Well, I don't know. Yeah, but there's, it's Pac-12. Kind of the, exactly. Pac-12. Exactly. It's formerly Pac-12. Now UCLA is going to the big 10. It's just so sad to see all the other sports, you know, and I know they don't make money like football and basketball, but I mean, there's the, the, how the dominance of like Katie Ledecky went to Stanford, right? Like all these great athletes that are in sports that don't make as much money in baseball too. We don't talk about baseball a lot too. The PAC 12 was is a powerhouse in baseball. Oregon state yep. had won a national title just a few years ago, right? Like, just they've been there. Stanford national titles, like UCLA national titles. Now UCLA is leaving, right? Like those four teams left in the Pac-12 can still play baseball in elite level too. And of course the other sports that don't make as much money. So that's why it's like the Mountain West, like the Mountain West cannot compete baseball wise with Oregon state, right? Like that's something you have to consider too. Can they do the other sports? Can they even compete in swimming and all that stuff with Stanford? Like, no. So that, these are all types of things you need to consider. Like, and it's, so we, it's a, it's a screwed up process. With the Mountain West real quick, what, what um, the problem there is, I think twofold. It's not just the competition. It's not just that, you know, if you're, Stanford and Cal, you don't view them the same way. It's the TV money. Again, all of this, all of this is happening because of TV money. So, you know, if you were, you know, if you looked at the former deal for the Pac-12 and it was anywhere from 20, 25 million, maybe 30, the Mountain West is a fraction of that. So that is why that is the last resort. Um, the, 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 the two schools that will be left out in the cold, at least short term, while we figure all this out, is Washington State and Oregon State, because those aren't, quite frankly, no disrespect. They know the position that they're in. They're not signature programs, and they're located in locations that are not big, you know, tourist draws. So no one's, like, trying to go out to Pullman, Washington. No one's trying to go, to go out to Corvallis. So they were always attached to their bigger uh, schools. Those schools are gone, of course. Um, and so I do think what makes the most sense in the short term for them is to join the Mountain West. But they they have to figure out a different solution. And I think just uh, in, in terms of college sports as a whole, we do have to figure out a way to just remove. Again, football has already been removed in terms of their championship, right? This is the last year of the 14 playoffs. Next year or the, the following season after this upcoming season, we have a 16-team playoff. Again, that has nothing to do with the, 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 the um, NCAA you know, that that's March Madness and all that stuff. So the NCAA has nothing to do with the college football playoff. That's a completely different thing. So we really need to view these schools in the same way. Well, first off, if Washington State or Oregon State want us to do a live show there, we'll love to pull up first and foremost. <laughs> Second of all, it's funny that now everything has changed so quickly which is also why I'm kind of like not perplexed at some of these things because we don't know what's going to happen in five years. Because if you would have told me five years ago what's happening now, I wouldn't have believed you. Um, but when we talk about like what needs to be done or why wasn't this done, like I have no faith in the leaders at schools. I have no faith in the NCAA. They spent the last how long? Couple months specifically going to Congress complaining. And moaning about NIL while oh. all this other stuff was happening. Yeah. And they're making so much money off of all these deals. And they were more concerned about controlling that little piece of the cake from players. 
than actual big, huge issues that they got going on, which is definitely which has completely changed the landscape. And it might affect college football. We'll see how the popularity shifts. Um, it's funny going to the 16 teams. Do we need 16 teams now? If every powerhouse is in three three conferences, excuse me, and it's going to play out within the conference schedule of a season? So now it doesn't even seem necessary. So it's just it's the wild, wild west, baby. That's, 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 that's all it is. Yeah, you know, the president for Washington State had a great point um, when, when he said people like act differently when this type of money is involved. People lie, people hide the truth, people don't say what their intention is. Uh, he was really transparent, and I think, listen, at this point, he has nothing to lose. He's very upset about the situation that his school is in. But he basically said, hey, listen, when, when this type of money is involved, it's amazing how people act. And you know, he, he, he had every faith uh, following Pac-12 Media Day in Las Vegas that the remaining 10 schools would stay intact. They'd come together to have a, the best TV deal that they possibly could. You know, I think the problem there, it wasn't a great deal, but that's a separate story. Um, and then, listen, they, 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 they would move forward as the Pac-10, perhaps as the Pac-12 if they brought in two new schools. But as soon as the Big Ten came calling, as soon as the Big 12 came calling, and it came calling for the schools that they wanted, it's, it's you know, again, these TV networks can kind of pick and choose. And again, why do I keep going back to, to the TV network? The Big Ten invited two additional schools in in um, Oregon and Washington because they went to Fox and they said, hey, Fox, listen, we can bring two more signature schools into the mix. How much money more can you give us? You know, uh, let's do 35 million each or 30 hmm. million each or something like that. And that was enough to get the deal done. And so... And the know, deal with NBC. And they still have NBC. their ESPN. They still have ESPN for the lower tiers. And if we go back at the creation of the Big Ten Network... The Big Ten and the Pack had a conversation, and the Big Ten said, no, 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 we're not going to do this. To your point about the lying and the stealing and some of the moves that they made in creating the network and who they reached out to, they they did it when they said they wouldn't. So it's really the Big Ten's to blame. I'm sorry, guys, as a buck, I apologize, because they've caused a lot of this. They're the, really the ones that took the initiative. The SEC didn't make the network. They just had the games that everyone wanted to watch, and they didn't necessarily monetize that as fast as the Big Ten did, that kind of shifted and led this this new era we're in. But, but I don't blame them for being good at business, and I'll tell you why. When the Big Ten launched their network, they partnered with Fox. When SEC launched their network, they partnered with the worldwide leader, with ESPN. When the Pac-12 did it, they did the most amazing thing. They said, we're going to do it ourselves. What the heck do you know about running a TV network? What the heck do you know about production? What the heck do you know about the distribution? They knew nothing, so they were never on DirecTV. They never got the, the, the distribution that they should have. They didn't launch with just one Pac-12 network, if you remember, and I don't blame you if you don't because no one got these channels. They had the Pac-12 main channel, but they had Pac-12 California, you know, they, had, they had Pac-12 Southern California, Pac-12 Northern California, Pac-12 Arizona. Pac they had all these Pac-12 networks that no one got, and they had no TV partner to be like, hey, bro, like, this is how you do it. Like, we're Fox. We know what we're doing. Um, so, listen, yes, the, the Big Ten is to blame, but I, I don't blame them. These schools wanted to go there, and they're happy to be there now. Yeah, and you're right, and like, even when you look at the grand scope of all these sports networks, I believe the only ones, the NFL Network and the MLB Network, 
are the only ones that are doing it by themselves. The NBA does it with Turner. Um, ESPN has helped a lot. Even the Texas, I think the Longhorn Network. Real is quick. Still- so, I mean, just, I, I, I don't mean to correct you, but like they, they do have partners with the NBA TV. It's Turner. That's what I just said. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Cause you have to partner with a network yeah. to have the distribution. Cause you cannot go into a war with direct TV and say, Hey, we have the Pac-12. DirecTV is like, who the blank cares about the Pac-12? However, if you have Fox saying, hey, if you want Fox, Fox Sports, Fox Sports 1, you go down the list of the channels that they have, but you also have to take the Pac-12 network, they're going to take the Pac-12 network. But they, they had no idea what that they're doing. So this, the destruction of the conference is a shame, and it, it, it didn't need to happen. But it really happened because you had a bunch of people in the room who didn't know what they're doing. And even the group that they hired to do the most recent TV deal had never done a collegiate TV contract. I mean, imagine going into the most important negotiation of a conference's existence, 100 years, and you and you hire a group who's never done a college a sports TV deal. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry, guys. All right. Let's leave it there for now. When we come back, we'll be joined by our old friend, good friend, G. Hey Wiley. When we come back right here on the Mightier 1090s in the California, the Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back with the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Welcome back to the Arash Markazi Show presented by the Sporting Tribune on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in Southern California. 98.5 The Bet in Las Vegas and the Hawaii Sports Radio Network. 95.1 FM and AM 760 in Hawaii. And I brought up Hawaii. And Adrian, you mentioned it in the first segment. If you could give out that website again, because we are not only on the air in Hawaii, we have a lot of dear friends in Hawaii. Uh, we try to go out there a couple times a year. Uh, again, the uh, network we are on, the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, is the home of the USC Trojans, Clippers, the Angels, so many of the teams that we love out here, uh, they are the broadcast home in Hawaii. So, Adrian, if you can give, give out that website again uh, for those who want to help out with, again, if you've turned on the television or watched the news, the devastation happening on Maui, in Maui right now is just so tragic. No, absolutely. So, obviously, everything is still fluid right now. Uh, one we do know for sure is hawaiicommunityfoundation.org forward slash Maui Strong. That is hawaiicommunityfoundation.org forward slash Maui Strong. Um, also, you know, I'm, I'm here in Las Vegas. There's a lot of places accepting donations for all the victims of the wildfires. Um, and no matter whether you're listening to us in California, um, obviously in Hawaii and here in Las Vegas, I'm sure, just search up search up on the internet. I know a lot of Hawaiian restaurants, Hawaiian stores are, are doing stuff and, and multiple places are doing it. But one we do know for sure at the moment, hawaiicommunityfoundation.org. Fort slash Maui strong, um, and we'll be sending out that info because we got to help. We got to help people in need, man. This is devastating to your point, um, and it's heartbreaking. I've actually in in my life I've lost my home to a fire, and that is an unimaginable unimaginable pain yeah. for a family to have to go through. Let alone all of the people going through that right now. So last time, HawaiiCommunityFoundation.org forward slash Maui strong. Yeah, you know, and when we launched the site, I mean, the, the really the number one question was always why Hawaii, and I said, uh, listen, I'm happy to explain, but you know, anyone from Las Vegas knows. 
Las Vegas is the ninth island. The number of Hawaiians who live there, the number of um, Hawaiian restaurants, uh, convenience stores, that they only have one location outside of Hawaii, and it's in Las Vegas. There's there's such a connection there. And again, tourism-wise, the number one um, you know location tourists come from is California. So again, a big connection there. All right, let's head out to the Circus Sports Guest Hotline and join our old friend, Big part of the show. This show doesn't exist without her. Gee, hey, Wiley. Gee, hey, how are you? I'm great. Um, I also have tons of friends out there right now in Hawaii. So shout out to uh, to Gabby and to uh, uh, her husband Kyle. Hopefully they're out there and they're safe. Um, so just praying for everybody that's out there um, right now and getting some help as well. And and Adrian, you're totally right. Like the the community is reaching out over there right now. It's incredible what those restaurant tours are doing. Um, so, I mean, shout out to all those small businesses. Please, please go and support them, you guys, if you if you possibly can. Um, Gee, we, we talked about this in the first segment, and I wanted to loop you in just to get your thoughts because no one is a bigger fan of college sports than uh, you are. Um, what What's happening with college conference realignment right now? The point that, that I made in the first segment is this is completely based on college football. This is completely based on the TV uh, dollars attached to that. The fact that they have to loop in all the sports, again, not really worried about hoops because they probably get treated the same way. Certainly if you're Duke, I'm sure you're, you're flying on a nice plane, staying at a nice hotel. This is more for... I mean, do we really have to loop in lacrosse into this mix? Do we have to loop in men, the men's volleyball, women's volleyball? Your thoughts on uh, conference realignment when you have, for example, USC, UCLA, which you know very well, will be in the Big Ten. And so that means, again, not just football. Again, that's, that's, that's the headline. But beyond that, you know, these smaller programs, and when I say smaller programs, you know they're flying commercial. You know they're staying at a you know, a two-star hotel just to, to make things happen. Uh, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I uh, here's the thing. E- everything has to progress and everything has to continue and go forward, and I totally get that money-wise um, in order to maybe flourish. Um, I'm actually all for, you know, all these conferences coming together and just being one big, huge conglomerate and getting rid of the NCAA. Um, yeah. That's, like, my hugest thing, but, um, you know, baby steps, I guess. Um, yeah, th- this, I kind of feel bad for the smaller programs, right? Like you said, the lacrosse programs, the um, men, men's and women's volleyball, um, all the smaller programs, uh, because they're going to have to go for one game. They're going to have to go to Ohio for one game. They're going to have to go to, you know, they're, they're all going to have to leave sunny California. I mean, boohoo, but they're all going to have to leave California and get on a what like three four five hour plane ride commercial um to get to where they're going so i mean uh, unfortunately it as COVID has taught us it's always about the money it's always going to be about the money so um until you know that's not really a factor uh, i guess this is just what we're gonna have to deal with Hey, Brandon, I, I forgot to bring this up in the first segment because I gave you a lot of credit for being a good luck charm for the Los Angeles Angels. You have not been at the ballpark the last two games, and they won two straight. Um, have they turned things around, or is this sort of a small blip uh, for them in terms of winning two straight? And by the way, Shohei Otani, once again, just doing what he does. And just, uh, again, I still, by the way, G, I don't know if you've gone, but I still need to go out there. 
I, I, I need to see Shohei before he leaves. <laughs> yeah, I know. I actually wanted to go before like the trade deadline and everything in midseason, and I didn't end up going. So I'm grateful that he stayed. I'm grateful that they're not, you know, dumping him or anything like that. But I, yeah, I still haven't gone to go and see him play as well. And uh, thank you, Brandon, for not going for, for the last two days. So they can, <laughs> yeah, so thank they you, Brandon. <laughs> I think thank I, I think. <laughs> I think it's more about Jake Dicker being there. He oh, was there both right. games, and then his hatred they, for the Angels, they could feel. The whole team felt. I mean, his he hates the Angels. Absolutely hates them. Calls them a poverty org, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that stuff, and says, oh, the Dodgers are... Everyone knows the Dodgers are a better organization. He doesn't need to be so, you know, pushy about it, especially to Angel fans. Uh, but at the same time, you know, they played good baseball, but they're not back. They're not back. They're going to get drilled by Houston. They're going to get drilled by Texas. They're just too injured. I've never seen a team that has 18 players on the injured list. Now, um, you know, that's something they definitely need to figure out in the offseason. Like, do we need a new training staff? I'm not trying to get anybody fired or in trouble, but with 18 guys on the injured list, you absolutely need a new training staff. Now, I don't, I'm sure the person who's the, involved in training is a great person. Congratulations. I hope he or she gets a job elsewhere, but not on the Angels because they actually need someone who can keep their players healthy. 18. I love how the I mean, year has gone I love how the years gone by. Sorry to interrupt you, Brandon, but I love how the years yeah. gone by and you become more and more realistic as a fan. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, yeah. By the way, Brandon. So, Gia, he's not a fan. I mean, he's now a credentialed reporter and he sees firsthand yeah. what's happening with this team. And slowly but surely, and this happened with me, you know, like I grew up in Los Angeles, a big fan of the Lakers. But you start to cover a team and you go into the clubhouse and the locker room, whatnot, yeah. and you're like, wait a minute. This, this team has no chance of winning. <laughs> yeah, and regardless of whether you're a fan or, or not, when you cover a team, you want them to do well. Um, yeah. You know, and I think that's like for everything. Like when Arash goes and covers the Vegas Golden Knights, you know, when he was a – Arash, you grew up a Kings fan, right? So, I yeah. mean, it's like now, now you like the Vegas Golden Knights. Of course, you move there, you cover the team, like you business. become a fan. <laughs> exactly. So – Every reporter, like Rhett, Sam, all these guys, you know, Sarah, all the other, you know, credentialed reporters for the Times, Athletic, and MLB.com, they want the Angels to do well. But at the end of the day, we just see they're just, I wouldn't say cursed, but just everything that can go wrong does go wrong for this team. Now, it's, a, it's amazing they've won the past two days, but they have Mike Trout on the injured list. They have almost all their pitchers on the injured list. Their best reliever that they get traded for I, I shout out to Reynaldo Lopez. He's in his home country. One of his family members died. So there's no, he's there and there's no return for him. And now they have a limited bullpen. They have no offense. It's just a, it's just a, and they're eight games back of the wild card. I mean, for this point, I think angel fans need to start, you know, enjoying every last moment with Shohei because he's gone and prepare for next year. And hopefully something changes. All right. Well, first off, Brandon, congrats. I'm going to clip all this. This will be the preview of the episode, so shout out to that. Also, um, let's focus on some important stuff too when it comes to the Angels, which is what we should do. Um, guys, let's throw this idea uh, sometime in September. Why don't we just do a live broadcast from 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 Angel Stadium? Let's do that. Let's do we'll go to Disney before get some Dole Whip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm down. Whose Amex are we using? We'll figure it out. Maybe the Angels can provide. I mean, we should we 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 have to do it properly as a generational superstar. Uh, hopefully doesn't leave the Tribune orbit, but I know, right? 
I I think though, and Brandon may agree. I'll, I'll get his thoughts here, but I I don't think he's leaving our orbit. I think he's either staying or coming to the Dodgers. So one way or the other, I think I think we're still still going to be covering him. I think the Giants are in play too. Maybe Seattle. I mean, I mean, I don't think he's not going to the Padres. But if he went to the Padres, he would still be in our sphere of teams that we cover. Uh, Brandon, I do think he's staying on the Pacific Coast, right? Yeah, I I mean, I think if the Angels had gotten close to the playoffs, he would consider staying. Uh, he's a very loyal person. Um, they really, they don't really deserve to have him on the team with the way what they've done and everything like they've botched over the past few years. Um, but, and I think that's why he should leave. Um, you know, I'm saying that as a person who covers the team, he should leave. He should not resign with the Angels. If it's for career purposes because the angels have no farm system they really don't have a good future and that's no disrespect they went all in for this year it didn't work out and it takes it takes moxie to really go all in from you know perry the gm's perspective who i th- thought did a great job everyone just got hurt but yes Zarash, to your point i agree i do think he becomes a los angeles dodger and we'll see we'll see what happens i think that's a slap in the face to owner Artie moreno and does he sell the team with otani you know leaving like i think angel fans and i'm not going to say anything bad about Artie moreno but i will guarantee you 99 percent of angel fans hate that guy more than anybody on planet earth and want to sell the team moreno he should have sold the team uh, because i mean they won't be more valuable without shohei otani so i I don't know again it was so fascinating brandon that that they that they put out a press release that he's looking to sell which effectively is the you know you you will sell at that point i mean if you put if you put it out there and then he decided to keep the team and if he loses shohei for nothing and then the value of the team plummets because of there's no Shohei. Uh, what a d- disaster for him. So, Adrian, are you going to make that drive? Like, let's do this. Let's do. I we, mean, let's, we, that's we a that's a thirty dollar frontier flight. I've done. <laughs> Wait, you promised you weren't going to do Frontier again, and I knew that Frontier is the whoa, well, but only because they there's only select airlines that do Burbank. Okay, okay. Because I'm doing, I'm going straight to Anna. I'm not doing LAX. Wait, so. so what what happened on your flight to Detroit that you were like? Uh, and by the way, I don't think Frontier cares. You know how some places you 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 tag them and then I don't like, care hey. if they care. Frontier <laughs> is Basuda, I, and I also learned they don't even do it. They don't do they don't do employee discounts for their employees. The people oh, that work there, which is crazy. Which is just it's like what is this? That just lets you know what type of people they are. Um, no, there was a whole bunch of my flight ended up getting delayed. Um, in Detroit, there was a lot of bad weather. Bad weather in the Midwest to also kind of ah, Detroit man what a place don't go there if you don't have to man just yeah. a bunch of concrete and crappy weather but I was fortunate that my flight was leaving later on in the evening um because it was the only flight that was available because hundreds of people from Detroit were trying to go to Vegas because Vegas is the sports capital of the world we've gone over this before um <laughs> but for other people that were trying to leave early in the morning like there was a lot of media members that pulled a 12 to 14 hour day yeah um and uh, luckily for me, I only had that one two-hour delay. And, you know, there's other airlines that have charging at your seat, movies, live TV, free internet, not charging you for the oxygen. I didn't have to push the plane for it to take oh off, God. which is what sometimes you have to do on Spirit and Frontier. They need the help. They need the push in the back to finally get it to go through. Um, but that Anaheim flight, Vegas to Anaheim, Vegas to Burbank, 
It's it's anywhere from twenty seven to thirty six bucks. It's about the length of a Family Guy episode, which is like twenty three or twenty four minutes. Oh, you man. bring your book yeah. bag. You bring your book bag. Get your little essentials. Maybe an extra shirt if you're doing Disneyland. You never know what happens. You get sweaty. Oh my God, it's heavenly. Like I understand. I understand why people do that because it's only four hours. Like the yeah. four hour drive. Well, sometimes five, depending on traffic. That's always there. But you can make it in four. I've done it in three. And yeah. So exactly. and, it's not. Go ahead, Brendan. Yeah, I was just gonna say, um, you know, those flights. If you want to take Spirit Frontier, I mean, it is a short flight for me specifically. If it's anywhere like when I was going to visit my girlfriend in Boulder when she was in Colorado, even that's like three hours. I cannot. I need like more leg room. Like I just get oh, completely yeah, Oh, by the way, obviously you guys can see me. This is a visual medium. Like I'm a, I'm a bigger guy. I need space. That don't work out. That don't work out on Frontier. Uh, Yeah, same thing with me. Yeah. Yeah, front. I grew up um, flying Northwest, which doesn't exist anymore, and then they shipped over to Delta. Like my mom worked for the airlines. Guys, Frontier is hands down never again. I flew them to Chicago. Talk about basura. Uh uh, man. It's like it's worse than basura. (laughs) Like it's. They're terrible. You deserve a medal for, for flying Frontier and being on that plane oh, for five absolutely. hours to Chicago. I do want to put I... Frontier above Spirit, though, because I've heard okay. things about Spirit. I've heard things, and I've seen a lot of viral clips all from Spirit Airlines. They're relatively on the same level. I'm not going to front. They're, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hate on Spirit. I'm not going to hate on Spirit because one time they just upgraded me to like their best seat because they what, knew i was uh, tall for nothing what is it cardboard <laughs> boxes they're free no 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 there was leg room and i was sitting next to like the co-pilot who was taking a break or something it was like really That's, weird oh, but okay. they just did it for free they did it for free because i had no leg room so <laughs> I, i'm never i'm never gonna knock spirit on that the oh. way you said that made me like i wouldn't have been surprised if, like oh, our co-pilot called off so like i'll tell you what i'll tell you what to push bro can you just like sit here you got to sit next to the pilot. They're the only one dressed You're like, up. Hey, Brandon, can you fly this plane? Like, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> nuts. Brandon, go um, fly this plane. It's not that hard. It's like a video game. No, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was just you know a little delay. I'm not going to complain about the two hour delay when there was people in there with 14 hour delays. Um, so I am going to complain that there's no like, bro. You have to have vending machines in in airports if yes. you're going to close your stores and not be 24. I agree. I agree with that. Vote you gotta get me. some food. You gotta get some snacks. Uh, so, Adrian, I think I think we, we need to figure out how, how to get a sponsor for this Friday segment with G. Hey, South Bay sightings. South Bay sightings. According to Colin Coward, posted a picture. Nikola Jokic, Brandon's I, not his favorite player, but I, I think you know, he he agrees he's the best player in the league. Was at Slay. With Colin Cowherd, uh, G.A., did you see Nikola Jokic shout in about? I did not. Um, this had to be recent because I, um, after six man, I took a huge, huge break. So, nice, yeah, um, this just happened, yeah. Yeah, no, this had to be, like, very, very recent. So, um, good for Slay, good for Colin. I know he loves that place. Yeah. Um, Slay Italia, by the way, shout out to, to Slay Italia, best out of all three of Slay's uh, locations, for, for me, at least. Uh, the only thing that's missing is liquor. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, mean, I, saw, I saw Coach Vogel um, last weekend. I saw Colin. I see Colin all the time. Um, yeah, yeah Coach he, has, Vogel. he has a – <laughs> I don't want to blow up his spot, but he does have a studio out there, so, like, I, it, like in the South Bay. So he's, like – Like volume, volume sports, whatever? 
Oh yeah. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for his uh, podcast um, network or whatever. So like, he's he's in the South Bay every so often. Um, he's not there all the time, obviously, but he's he's in there every so often. Um, yeah, but no, I'm bummed. I would have loved to see Nikola Jokic. That so Jokic. Jokic isn't playing for uh, Serbia then, huh? If he's in Manhattan Beach. He must not be. Instead I would assume C- he's not. C-Bo. Well, thank God. I mean, he played about like 150 <laughs> games last year, you know? Like, well, I mean, hopefully he's not playing for Serbia. Well, and also let's think about it this way too. It's more of a job for him, isn't it? Isn't that what he said? It's more of a job? Yeah, you ain't yeah he likes playing with job. his, you know, winning his horse competitions in Serbia. Oh That's yes, what he, he likes most. He was so happy when his horse won. I mean, they so they did a side-by-side clip of him after he won the NBA Finals where he's just having a beer and it didn't it looked like a regular Tuesday night game or something. Uh, and then when his horse won, shirt off, trophy in the air. I mean, that was he was as happy as could be when his horse won. So, um yeah. Can I I need to add something cuz yeah. you're bringing up NBA players uh, out in in public having fun that video over the weekend of LeBron eating in Toronto and those, like all those people watching him simply eat a mozzarella stick appetizer. Like it's, it's just, bro, you got to leave people alone, man. You got to know, like to chill out. You got to know when to walk up to people for an autograph, like stop selling autographs on eBay. You people are, are the scum of earth that happens a lot in wrestling, but like that whole LeBron Toronto clip was nuts. It's yeah, but that's why oh, yeah. the South is the best bay, guys. We leave you alone. That is true. That is we true. We leave I mean, you alone. We do not GA, care. We're like GA works instead of. Yeah, I mean, GA works at a place in particular that there's like always someone there that you will know from whether it's sports or Hollywood, and no one bugs them. No one takes out their phone. No one does that. And uh, really quick before we close out, I mean, there, there was a clip of Josh Hart, and this happens whether you got stood up or whether, by the way, you just want a good meal by yourself, which I've done. Someone from across the restaurant is doing a video of my man Josh Hart with like some wine and some food, and they're creating a story because there's no way they had the confidence or the guts to actually go up to him and talk to him. So, like, you know, it's, it, it's embarrassing. So, Adrian, you're 100% right on that. Um, all right, that's all the time we have for today, this week. Let's do it again next week. Until then, this is Arash Markazi saying stay safe and stay healthy. This is the Arash Markazi Show on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.